Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. You know, just about every day when people come into the shop who I haven't seen in sometimes years, I tell them that they can listen to podcasts. So I'll just say say this again, that you can scroll through all of the old ones, the former ones that I have done, just about every week for the past year or a little over a year. And if you uh, like any topics, you can listen to them. Try to keep them to around 30 minutes, but you know, I'm a big talker. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. So if you haven't been in for years, please come back. We are happy to help you. Our phone number is 724-836-7440 and our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. First story today comes from a woman who, um, it's pretty, it's not a beautiful story about um, parasites. Anyway, I won't tell you the gory details, which she told me, um, but she said that um, she has been eating crab, sushi, pork, beef, seafood, chicken. Even though parasites can come from vegetables and, and fruits, it's, very, it's kind of uncommon. Uh, you can get them from other people, you can get them from pets. But she wanted to know what just one thing she could take. Well, um, parasites are, the first thing we want to do is clean up the inner terrain, the biological terrain, because we want to um, create an environment that is inhospitable to parasites just like we want to create an environment in our bodies that is inhospitable to viruses and bacteria and yeast, which is a um, type of a parasite. So, you know, there's just not really one thing. However, I would say that black walnut is a really um, good place to start although we have many, many, many things, the best thing to do is do what this woman did and get on a program. Um, That is the best way to keep our health. And you know, when people I haven't seen in a long time come in and say, well, what, what can I take so I don't get COVID? You know, a program, you take a program. So, Um, You know, they listen to, uh, I don't know where they hear this information, but uh, quercetin and NAC, I think I know where they get that information actually, but I'm not quite sure. You know, it's, you, you just don't take one or two things. You take a program. Anyway, back to my point, um, but first a story. When I was in, I think probably junior high school, my friend's mother used to gather black walnuts and haul them and get nut meats for cookies and banana bread. Hauling them was a messy job. The hauls contain a dye that stain your hands. They're also very hard to crack. 
So they would hit them with a hammer to break them open. And then picking out the meats was also a time-consuming job. But the nuts are very tasty, and I was willing to help my friend and her mother. The mother didn't even think about using those messy halls, even though they're a valuable herbal medicine. So are the leaves. A major constituent found in black walnut leaves and halls is juglone, which is antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, and antiparasitic. Black walnut is a potent remedy for many kinds of infections and parasites. It's a non-toxic antiparasitic. So why do I say that? Because if you go to a doctor, which many people have done and get a prescription, very toxic. And the drug that they talk about for COVID, it's a, it's a very potent drug and it's not to be compared with supplements. Honestly, they're in two different categories. So we stick with our herbs and supplements that are non-toxic. Anyway, um, it, black walnut is good for children and pets, and it balances the intestinal flora, gets rid of yeast and harmful bacteria. It helps with viral infections like cold sores and herpes. It's helpful for infections both internally and topically. Black walnut is a tonic to weak tissues. It's a mild astringent. It tones up the intestinal walls and it's a good remedy for leaky gut. The tonic action of black walnut is helpful for the mucous membranes in general. So it can be used for sore throats, tonsillitis, hoarseness. It can be applied topically for any kind of skin condition, poison ivy, shingles, acne, eczema, <clears throat> itching skin. It's a very powerful remedy for thyroids. Black walnut hulls are one of the few reliable sources of iodine in plants that are not growing near the ocean. So if you uh, find that seaweeds don't really help, a concentrated black walnut extract really might help. But since um, diseases of the thyroid or autoimmune disorders are usually connected with the leaky gut, black walnut could be helpful to fix problems in the bowels that are contributing to autoimmune disease or thyroid disease. Um, this was an interesting story that I heard recently about an herbalist, uh, actually a naturopath, who loved black walnut, and she participated in a, st a study testing a drug against omega-3 essential fatty acids for fibromyalgia. She made an interesting choice and picked black walnut as the placebo. The black walnut and omega-3 outperformed the drug, which is why the study didn't get published. So, um, and then I found out that another herbalist friend discovered that black walnut also helped fibromyalgia, which may be partly due to the iodine in the black walnut because people with fibromyalgia are often low in iodine. 
the lymphatics, which could be thought could be thought of as the body's waste disposal system, empty into the arteries in the neck where the thyroid gland sits. The iodine-rich thyroid secretion may act like a water purification system, um, you know, for the body. So <clears throat> blood purifiers are very, very important. And then finally, um, Edward Bach, the developer of the Bach flower remedies, selected the English walnut as one of his 38 flower remedies. Um, so the flower essence of black walnut would have similar effects. So um, the energy of the walnut can help someone who is overly influenced by the beliefs and values of their family or community and is unable to move forward in developing their own life. So, you know, the uh, flower essences act energetically. Anyway, the bottom line is that black walnut is a remedy for infections and parasites, but it's good for the emotions as well. It strengthens and fortifies your health and resistance and promotes better energy because it helps the thyroid. Um, <clears throat> okay, so detoxification is simply a must do on our checklist. So our, with our daily practices, I hope everyone has gotten into daily practices by now, habits of health, habituated behavior, which is um, taking your supplements, eating a plant-based organic diet, 80-20, 90-10, whatever you feel comfortable with. But if you um, want some sometimes foods, that's okay too, because they're sometimes. The, the thing about those sometimes foods, people ask me, uh, well, don't you ever really want a hamburger? No. <laughs> or, you know, no. So it's, it depends on the individual. Whatever your sometimes foods are, then have at it. But the key word there is sometimes, 10 or 20% of the time. So for the lion's share, 80 to 90%, we're doing the right things. Anyway, detoxification um, can speed the healing process, increase your immune system, which helps remove abnormal cells, boost energy levels, make room for more nutrients to be absorbed, help our livers function better so they can eliminate toxins faster, and get the blood cleansed to improve circulation. So anyway, this woman who was in yesterday, who I hadn't seen in years, um, said, well, doesn't the liver um, clean the blood? Well, yeah, it does like a whole bunch of things, 300 things maybe, but who has a really good liver? Who among us? I don't know. That's why I support mine every single day. I support the blood being detoxified, the circulation. Anyway, human resilience has its limitations. We have an amazing capacity to withstand a lot of stress, emotional, toxic, whatever, but there's a point 
when this no longer happens. We also have a great capacity to heal. If we remove the obstacles to healing, there are no limits to what the body can heal. Absolutely none. But it's kind of like the analogy of the bucket. You put in environmental toxins, medications, refined sugar, carbohydrates, pet, um, proton pump inhibitors, the purple pills, pesticides, any kind of pharmaceuticals, um, bioengineered food, now they're calling it instead of GMOs, food additives, heavy metals, steroids, you know, they're all like drops going into the bucket and pretty soon it's going to tip over. So what can we, how can we strengthen the bucket? Sleep, good nutrition, clean air and water, a good microbiome. If your bucket gets too full of stressors, it's going to tip over. And then what's that mean for you? So, you know, those tiny bodies of our children and grandchildren, um, most people, when they're born, babies, um, come in with toxins. The umbilical cord can have 200 toxins in it. So whatever goes on the baby's skin goes into the baby. We do not want to put anything toxic into any babies. Detoxifying our bodies is like growing a garden. We have to get rid of the toxins. When the immune system fails, it's because of too much toxicity. Uh, Western medicine stabilizes the patient. I don't usually hear about any healing. So the I mentioned earlier the lymphatic system, which is part of the body's immune system and functions as the body's drainage system. While it often doesn't get as much attention as the cardiovascular system, it plays vital roles in maintaining good health and combating disease. Um, lymphatic vessels remove blood proteins and excess fluid from spaces surrounding bodily cells. This allows cells to receive oxygen. A congested lymphatic system results in oxygen-deprived cells, which can lead to various pains and diseases. It's over time. You know, so when people want a quick fix for what's going on in their bodies, it's important to remember, or even to point out to them, that this has been happening for years, decades even. Taking toxins away from the cells is actually the lymphatic system's main function. The lymph nodes filter the lymph fluid, neutralizing and dumping bacteria and other pathogens, as well as neutralizing and getting rid of other toxins. Um, in times of illness, for example, during colds, lymphatic system activity rises, and I wouldn't be concerned if the you know you have a couple of swollen lymph nodes. It means the body's doing its job. Here's what will help: Lymphomax. It's an herbal formula that promotes healthy functioning of the lymphatic system. And in as much as our bodies are approximately 60 to 70% fluid, keeping those fluids clean and properly flowing throughout the body is of utmost importance.
the lymphatic system not only plays a vital role in waste elimination and fluid distribution, but in immune function and metabolic regulation. It has mollen, bayberry, so many good things. I love this formula. Um, you know, the, the one that old-fashioned herbalists always liked was lymph gland cleanse. I never kind of got the hang of that one, uh, and now it's discontinued. So, you know, that happens. But um, Lymphomax I have always loved. It has echinacea, yarrow, garlic, um, lobelia, and sodium copper chlorophyllin. Another good product is Detox Basics, which is a 30-day program for um, supplements that you take every day. There are four in the packet. So this is going to, to provide your body with some of the nutrients it needs to neutralize, prepare and convert toxins for elimination. So it's supporting gut health, liver health, um, kidney health, bowel health. It, there are antioxidants in there to get rid of the free radicals. It supports the liver, the circulatory, the glandular, and the immune systems, and, th and that is um, very nice. A customer in her 80s called to say she remembered that I said on the radio probably two years ago or more, I don't know, that probiotics would help teeth, mouth, and gums. She had three very sore teeth and gums took two probiotic 11 every hour for three days, and on the fourth day, she was okay. Um, and that's a great success story. Honestly, it's, um, I used to say a long time ago, if you remember the Super Bowls the kids used to have, how they bounce every, this way and that way. So I used to say that if you brought a Super Ball in and bounced it, whatever bottles it knocked over would be good for what you came in for. So what does that mean? That means that they are, supplements can help you with whatever. <laughs> and they're probably, you know, it's not like a pill for an ill. I am not an allopathic herbalist. So a lot of people try to paint me into that corner. Uh, that's not me. We have to support the whole body, the biological terrain. Anyway, her story got me thinking about how supplements really can make us better. You know, no one ever suffers from a drug deficiency, yet drugs are used to manage most ailments, but they do not heal. So how about if you have a plant, if you provide it with what it needs to be healthy, food, sunlight, fertilizer, it'll, it'll be healthy. A hundred percent of us every person just about let's say almost a hundred percent is deficient in at least one vitamin however most people are deficient in many vitamins with the biological terrain changing every day it's not practical to test for these and you know i hear a lot well you know cholesterol is supposed to be under 200. honestly who who made up those numbers and that's not even true Anyway, I think about Dr. Weston Price. 
He wrote a book called Nutritional Physical Degeneration. He started his dental practice in 1893. So he, uh, he's the guy who went to the look at the uh, people. He went to six of seven continents, actually. Indigenous people on a primitive diet versus a civilized diet, but this was in the 1930s. And remember in the 1930s, our food was actually pretty healthy. But what he found was that native people had no teeth decaying or gum disease. They had healthy bones. They had no depression or anxiety. They were robust and healthy and they had no diseases. But when they moved to the cities, they were sub subject to chronic health conditions and bad teeth. He found they had 10 times more fat-soluble vitamins, uh, let's see, four times more macro minerals, and he didn't test for trace minerals, but it would probably be like 10 times. And that was in the 1930s, remember, when our food was actually pretty good. The situation has got, gotten incrementally worse with pesticides, chemicals, EMFs, you know, in, in 2022. Do you ever walk into the dollar store to buy a card or something and see they sell food there? Or um, sheets, I, I hope nobody gets mad at me for saying that, but what they sell there is not food. And pretty much in the grocery store too. You, you have to search long and hard to find, come up with some organic products. Um, anyway, Whole Foods is where nutrition starts. I'm not talking about the chain. I'm talking about the actual foods. So if hormones and toxins can affect us in parts per million, what about all those phytonutrients in whole foods creating a positive effect? So the goal is clean and colorful eating. The need for trace minerals wasn't discovered until the latter part of last century you can't synthesize any components of whole foods and supplements can't replace food but they replace what is missing the average american has one and a half servings of vegetables a day and maybe it's potatoes or ketchup which they count and the other grim statistic is that 90 percent of money spent on foods is processed foods why because it's cheap and easy and it supersedes what's best for me. And let's face it, Americans are all lazy. It's getting really hard to get all the nutrition we need from food because of agricultural practices, pesticides, chemicals killing the microflora in the soil. And not too many people buy organic stuff, as I like to say when I go to the grocery store. Um, we don't understand what we need, but people just consume the, the comfort foods because it's, they're cheap and easy. Plants cannot uptake minerals without healthy microflora. So if the fungus and the bacteria in the soil are killed, then the plants are decreasing in mineral content. They can't absorb all the good minerals then we can't get them. But then again, it's an analogy of a human body. If we don't have good probiotics, we can't absorb the minerals, the vitamins. Even if you're buying organic, we don't know if the plants have minerals, hence the reason we need to supplement. 
Um, so put in the good stuff, take out the bad stuff. So some of the popular nutritional myths are avoiding fat and eating low fat diets. False. Um, but the bottom line is it's impossible to get the nutrition we need out of foods. And then we have the recommended daily allowances for vitamins and etc. You know, I remember when people came into the shop in the different location down the street and they said the doctor wanted them to take B12, but our B12 had too much in it, even just one. Um, speaking of our liquid B12, it says 17 drops a day. That is paltry. Just pour it under your tongue. It doesn't have a, a hole in the top anymore, so you can just pour. So when we're in a deficient state, we can't use supplements as preventatives. We can't restore health and we can't heal disease if we're in a nutritional state. So we need to rebuild the body's warehouses. It's likely that most people haven't gotten enough nutrition for years or decades, not just a few weeks. And P.S., we all need food enzymes or proactizyme, and even kids, teens need them now. So um, here's the allopathic take. If a person is low in iron, take iron. Well, not necessarily because of assimilation, transport, cellular metabolism, stagnation or congestion, toxins in the body. And the other thing is, you know, blood tests. That's a snapshot in time. We look at the moving picture. By the way, iron needs B12 and vitamin C to get to the correct destination. D3 may not be getting into your bones unless you take uh, krill oil with K2 and I don't know antiquated practices is what when somebody said to me um, I heard that cholesterol has to be under 200 it's an antiquated practice it's not it's not really truth so if a person has gut issues we have to restore health to the gut so absorption isn't a problem Liver problems and other health issues can reduce the capacity of the body to store vitamins and minerals. So I have a suggestion. Let's all make our bodies our science projects. So you see how what you have to take to feel optimally. Is that a word? So since the body is able to store some vitamins more efficiently than others, it takes a long time for deficiency to develop and then turn into a disease. So like I said, let's turn our bodies into our personal science projects and see how much you have to take to feel great. Um, an herbal blend for viral infections, gastrointestinal inflammation, leaky gut, unia de gato. It's a great, well, it's cat's claw now. It's from the Peruvian rainforest. Um, it has a beneficial effect on the immune system. It's anti-inflammatory, antioxidant. Um, 
it reduces intestinal inflammation and restores the integrity of intestinal membranes and leaky gut syndromes. It has astragalus, echinacea, and a little bit of vitamin C. And finally, I would like to um, talk about Thich Nhat Hanh. He just died at 95 years old. He was a Vietnamese Buddhist monk. He, he just had such wisdom. And just a couple of things that he said, uh, you know, I, would, I could talk for another couple hours about what all he said, but this is just a, a, a snippet of what he said. Your body belongs to your ancestors, your parents, and future generations, and it also belongs to society and all living beings. You know, I could kind of stop there. If you really, really, really accept that, then you're gonna take such excellent care of your body out of respect to your ancestors, your parents, your future generations, society, and all living beings. All of them have come together to bring about the presence of this body. Keeping the body healthy is an expression of gratitude to the whole cosmos, the trees, the clouds, everything. We are often sad and suffer a lot when things change, but change and impermanence have a positive side. Thanks to impermanence, everything is possible. Life itself is possible. If a grain of corn is not impermanent, it can never be transformed into a stalk of corn. If the stalk were not impermanent, it could never provide us with the ear of corn we eat. If your daughter is not impermanent, she cannot grow up to become a woman then your grandchildren would never manifest. So instead of complaining about impermanence, we should say warm welcome and long live impermanence. We should be happy. When we see the miracle of impermanence, our sadness and suffering will pass. Tick not Han, 95 years old, great guy. Thank you. And thank all of you for listening to another podcast. I hope you found out some information that is helpful to you. Bye.